Hello and welcome to Reader's Book Corner. I'm your host, Teresa Beasley, and today we're discussing Unconditional by Sean. This is a romance book about Charlie and Damien um, who have a little bit of a past history and kind of get reunited. Now, the book starts off with Charlie talking with Andrea, who happens to be Damien's sister. And Andrea is having a housewarming party and she wants Charlie to attend. But Charlie's like, no, maybe not. You know, maybe I'll sit this one out. And she's like, no, if you change your mind, here's the address. I'm going to send you the address. I do want you to come. So Damien has just gotten back into town from Florida. And so he is tired. He really doesn't want to go to this party. But he's like, okay, that's my little sister. If I don't go, I'm never going to hear the end of it. So I better just go ahead and get this over with. So he ends up going. Charlie does show up at the party. And they end up running into each other. Now, like I said, they had a little bit of a history. So seeing each other again brings back all these different emotions and feelings. And the story takes off from there. Now, he, um, Charlie and him do speak at the party. And Charlie tells him that she's going to get his sister back. Because she feels like she kind of set them up. And I kind of believe she set them up too. But now that they've seen each other, they've had, um, you know, they've talked to each other, you know, it's like, okay, well, it was good to see you. Good to see you too. Nice talking to you. And they try to just let it go. But of course, you know, that's not, that's easier said than done. So Charlie wasn't expecting to run into him, just like he wasn't expecting to run into her. But now they're both on their separate corners and they're like, okay, all these feelings are starting to to come back up about her and all these feelings are coming back up about him and yeah, i mean he looked good she looked good oh my god what am i gonna do hope i don't run into him again hope i don't run into her again but then damien is since he's come back you know he's got to find a place to live so he's you know going around with the realtor and the realtor showing them all these different locations and apartments and condos and things to kind of figure out what he wants and he likes this building he goes into the building and she's showing him an apartment there and they run into charlie charlie happens to live in this building now after seeing her he's like oh i'm definitely getting this apartment so that's a done deal so we don't even have to do anything else because i'm going to take that apartment and then he's like, okay. You know, he tells the realtor he would like that apartment. And Charlie's like, well, why? How are we running into each other like this? You know, it's funny we ran into each other again. You know, it was nice to see you. And he's like, yeah, it's nice to see you too. And then the real him or the realtor, you know, continue on. And now that he knows that she lives in the building, he's telling the realtor, yeah, I'm going to take this place. So now he takes the place and now they're neighbors. Now, they do live on different floors, but they're still technically neighbors. And so Charlie, you know, is talking to her friend about it and her therapist. You know, she goes to her therapist. She um, goes to her normal appointment and she's like telling the therapist, you know, all these feelings that she's having now that she's seen him again. And the therapist is is asking her some really deep questions and you know, it gets Charlie to thinking, okay, maybe I feel like I didn't deserve to be with him back then because of the issues I was having with my family. And, you know, because I just, Charlie has this thing that she feels unworthy of love and unworthy of anything because 
she didn't take the path her family wanted her to or her father wanted her to and they kind of iced her out so now she's feeling like she's just not worthy of you know the attention that any woman would want you know she doesn't feel like that it's her now Damien is talking to his sister and he's like you know I didn't know that all these feelings was going to come back up when I saw her and now that I have I think it was the wrong thing to get this apartment I should have never took it because now I'm in the same building with her and I mean I'm feeling all these things and she's like well why can't you feel those things for her there's nothing wrong with that and she's he's like well you know where we come from different worlds and she was like yeah that was back then but this is totally different you know you both have grown since then that was a long time ago and he's like well you know she comes from a lap of luxury I we don't have that I don't have that you know and she's like well maybe if you guys talk maybe you figure out that those things are just not important to either one of you but you know you got to give it a, a try you know you just can't think that because you both have changed a lot since you know back then so I think you're just jumping the gun a little bit too quick and he's like yeah maybe you're right so later that day they run into each other at the elevator and well the next morning he's about to go for a run and she's about to go to her you know the gym to exercise or whatever and they run into each other and he's like hey you know I was about to take a run why don't you take a run with me and she's like well you know he was like oh it's not gonna hurt come take a run with me so they take a run with each other and they actually have a good time and so later Charlie's talking with her friend Devin and she's telling her what's going on and you know that she took a run with him and you know she couldn't believe that she was like out of shape and <laughs> couldn't run that far but she had a good time or whatever and then phil and damon walk in to the restaurant where they're eating and they come over and sit down and they all strike up a conversation and then devin keeps phil company why damien and charlie talk and damien's like well you know i've been thinking about starting this literacy financial literacy program and i would like your help with the social media aspect of it since you're a social media con um consultant and she's like, yeah, I can help you with that. You know, we can, you know, get together and talk some things. And they do. They have dinner and they talk about, you know, his program. He's like, how about I take you on a tour of the place, of uh, the community center where I would like to, you know, host the program. And you can kind of meet some of the people and see what the benefit of the program would be. And that way it'll help you with the social media aspect. You know, and he's like, fine, you know. So they go to the community center and lucian is their guide through the community center and damon starts feeling some kind of way and he starts getting mad because lucian is like openly just flirting with charlie like damon's not even there and so she kind of takes offense to that and she <laughs> she kind of puts lucian in his place and kind of hangs on to damon like they're together to kind of get Lucian idea like hey I'm taken you shouldn't be disrespectful and you shouldn't be you know flirting with me in front of my man and he takes the hint and Damon's like whoa okay she's touching me she's touching me and so all of it you know the sparks is there they're there they're just not acting on the sparks so the story continues on and Damon asked her out for the weekend because there's like um his father's retirement party um but she doesn't know that 
it's the the whole family is going to be there. She he just wants her to go to this particular party, and I can't remember what he told her it was, but he didn't tell her it was his father's retirement party. So they get there, and of course, you know, he's telling her about the program, even though she's like basically meeting his family for the first time, and then Phil kind of comes over and tells him, you know, dude, you have it bad for Charlie. I mean, you're just. I can't believe you're like setting her up and she's coming to spend time with your family and she doesn't know it. And, and Charlie took it like a champ, you know, she goes in, she meets the family and she just, they instantly fall in love with her and she had a good time. I mean, I would say it probably did affect her a little bit because her family is not as close as Damien and his family is. So I think that it probably kind of, made her miss her family a little bit since her father like iced her out of the family and her mom like took his side even though her and her mom were close you know she followed the husband and they just kind of cut her off because she didn't do what they wanted so well she didn't do what the father wanted so and I mean Damon's impressed you know he kind of threw her in the fire with his family and she just won them all over and he's like, wow, she fits like right in with my family. This is crazy. So then he decides that, okay, I have to leave for a business trip to Hades. And he tells her that he wants her to come. And she's like, um, okay, that caught me off guard. But okay, um, yeah, I guess I can go with you. <laughs> so then she goes on the Hades trip with him. And then that's when things start to really, really happen in the story. Now I will say with this story that it's it's not a it's not like a long book. It's like a novella. I mean it's under two hundred pages and everything flows properly in the book. I mean, you don't you know how some books have that insta love thing. This one does not. It's a slow burn romance and you really don't get to the juicy stuff until after that trip at Hades. And we all know in romance you know, you got to go with the trope. You got to go with the genre. You know, you know, it's going to be a happily ever after. It just does. It's just, that's the romance way. I mean, there is going to be a happily ever after. So you know that the couple is going to always get together. Um, and if they don't, I don't know. The romance gods might come and get you. But that's just, in romance, that's just how it is. So we know that Charlie and Damon is going to be together, but it's the journey on them getting there. Because each one does have a journey in getting to the end of this book. Charlie especially, because of all her, from her backstory and the hurting of losing her family and the people that she loves to then meeting back up with the guy that she kicked it with back in the day and realizes he has a loving family you know it kind of opens her eyes that's the whole point of her going to therapy is because she's trying to forgive herself and trying to get over the fact that she doesn't feel like she's worthy of love when everybody is worthy of love so Damien on the other hand is trying to learn how to act on his feelings of wanting to be with her but not push her and I will say that in da Damien in this story was such a gentleman he never never tried to rush her he never tried to just throw himself on her even though there's a lot of times he wanted to he did not he met her where she was in her life and her story and even though 
she felt like she wasn't worthy of love. He felt like he wasn't worthy worthy of being with her because he didn't have all the things that she had. Now, he has a great career. You know, he's got, you know, he makes his own money. He's living good or everything. But back then when they first met, he didn't feel like he was worthy of her. And then when he sees her again after all this time, he still thinks he's not worthy of her because he's still thinking about the past and not having back then even though he has everything now and so they both had to forgive themselves and get over the fear that was holding them back and hindering them from being together which I thought was done very well in the story because it made me connect with both of them and made me root for both of them and it also made me frustrated because I was like look y'all know y'all want to be together Y'all just need to sit down, talk it out, do what y'all going to do. But then the Hades trip happened. I was like, oh, okay, they listen to me. They actually are going to figure this out. So I thought that was well done in the story. And I do applaud this, Arthur, for um, making some very authentic, writing some very authentic characters. Because a lot of times when you're dealing with some backstory stuff or you dealing with, you know, some history, some, well, we call it baggage. When you're dealing with your own baggage, you can't see what's right in front of you. And she had love right there in front of her, but she didn't realize that because she was still having to cipher through all the baggage that she had when they previously knew each other. And the same thing with Damien. He had to cipher through his baggage. Now, I really liked Devin. Because Phil really didn't care for Charlie because she felt like she he did she did his boy wrong. So she kind of had to win him over. But Devin, her friend Devin, was so funny in this story. She was like, girl, it's been a long time. You need to jump on it and just get it over with and then talk about it later because you need this. Your body needs this. And so her friend was encouraging her to rekindle what her and Damon had, which I thought was, it was just the way she went about doing it was so funny. But um, I did like her, her friend Devin. And it, it was all, overall, it was a really good book. I really enjoyed it. Now, Sean's, um, Books are available on Amazon. She has a lot of romance books. This was just the um, book that drew me. First of all, the cover is beautiful. And it drew me to it. And it was just the first book I dived into with reading her work. And I really, really enjoyed it. And there is a second book to this called uh, Unstoppable. And that is Devin's story. And that is Charlie's best friend's story, which I will be picking up because I want to learn a little bit more about Devin because I liked her in this book. And I want to learn more about her in her book. But she has a lot of romance titles out that I'm sure you will find something that really sparks your interest in her work. Um, Because I really appreciated this story and will continue on with her um, her works. And like I said, her books are available on Amazon. But let me tell you just a little bit about the Arthur. Sean is a graduate of the University of North Carolina of Wilmington. She used her degree in English literature for eight years to teach English all around the world. She has recently returned home to the States and now she spends all her time reading or writing down her wildest daydreams. Um, you can connect with Sean on the socials at Sean the Arthur. And remember that her books are available on Amazon. She has a lot 
that you can pick from that I'm sure you will like with her writing. I want to thank you all for tuning in to the, this episode of Unconditional by Sean. And remember, if you would like to suggest an indie book or author to be featured, feel free to contact me at Arthur T. A. Beasley. And connect with A Reader's Book Corner on the socials at A Reader's BC on Instagram, Facebook, and X. Don't forget to like and subscribe to the podcast so you can get more suggestions from the books that we discuss and the indie talent that's out there. Until next time, happy reading. Mm-hmm.